From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday the 20th of April 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through Elon Musk's lawsuit threat against Microsoft. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, I sit down with Zach and discuss the Russian oil sanctions. But first, what's going on at Twitter? Elon Musk's tumultuous time at Twitter appears to be continuing, with news this morning that the billionaire is potentially planning to sue Microsoft for using data from his social media company without permission. This saga started with Twitter Daily News tweeting that Microsoft has dropped Twitter from its advertising platform as they refused to pay Twitter's API fees. In response to this, Musk said they trained illegally using Twitter data. Lawsuit time. Put simply, Microsoft uses AI to help ad buyers to manage all of their social media accounts, including Twitter, in one place. Microsoft has reportedly refused to pay Twitter for the tools, known as the API, necessary to train the AI in such a way that people can manage their Twitter account on the Microsoft service. This is what Musk was referring to in his follow-up tweet. The minimum Twitter charges companies for the use of this sort of API is $100 a month. Talking specifically about Twitter's plans to charge for using the platform's data, Musk stated that he was open to ideas, but that ripping off the Twitter database, demonetizing it, and then selling our data to others isn't a winning solution. The major news sites such as BBC News and Sky News have wanted to reach out to Twitter to try and get a comment, but noted that Twitter no longer has a press office, and in possibly the most Elon Musk thing ever, simply responds to such requests with a poop emoji. In the last few months, Musk has been trying to improve the financial situation of Twitter by laying off thousands of staff, with some reports suggesting that he cut staff by 80% and charging for features on Twitter that were previously free. One of the most notable of these changes that has been made is charging for the blue verification tick. This used to be given out to notable users on Twitter, but now can simply be purchased. One of the big advantages of this feature was that people could tell which accounts belonged to a certain celebrity and which were parody accounts or impersonations. This change has arguably made it more difficult to distinguish between these kinds of accounts. In recent months, companies have been pulling their advertisements from Twitter due to their concerns about how content was moderated. One of the biggest examples of this was Apple. Whether or not Musk does decide to push ahead with suing Microsoft, he still has a big job on his hands to try and make Twitter profitable and favourable with both its users and advertisers. Okay, so that's our main story for today, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. The US has announced plans to send a further $325 million in military assistance to Ukraine, including a huge volume of ammunition and artillery rounds, as a potential spring Ukrainian counteroffensive approaches. The Pentagon says that the package is the 36th drawdown of equipment from Defense Department inventories for Ukraine authorized by the Biden administration since August 2021. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the latest package includes rockets for HIMARS systems, artillery rounds, anti-tank systems, support vehicles and other items essential to strengthening Ukraine's defenders on the battlefield. 
The announcement came a day after a Ukrainian official warned that it's only a matter of time before the Ukrainian military is ready to launch a new counteroffensive against the invading Russian force. Despite brutal fighting over the winter period, there's largely been a stalemate with not much ground changing hands. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. At least 85 people have died in a crush in Yemen's capital city, Sana. The incident took place as hundreds of people gathered at a school for a Ramadan event to receive around $10 each from a charity. Reports say that Houthi officials, in an attempt to control the gathering crowd, fired into the air and struck an electrical wire, resulting in panic breaking out and the crush getting worse. The Houthi-run Interior Ministry blamed the incident on the random distribution of funds without proper coordination with authorities, and said two organisers, who were local businessmen, had been arrested while an investigation was underway. Families of victims will reportedly be paid $2,000. Yemen had been devastated by war since 2014, and this crush is thought to be one of the worst non-war incidents of recent years. One of Brazil's top security officials has resigned after surveillance video emerged showing him inside the presidential palace during the January 8th anti-government invasion of key state buildings. General Gonzalez Diaz has been serving as head of Brazil's Institutional Security Bureau since President Lula appointed him at the beginning of the year. He had previously provided Lula with security during his time in office, from 2003 to 2010, and the two reportedly have a close relationship. Diaz has attempted to explain his actions on the day, saying some footage had been taken out of context, and that he entered the palace and was trying to peacefully de-escalate by showing the rioters to the exits so that they could be arrested. There's also been no suggestion from the government that Diaz was involved in the planning or facilitation of the riots, and he says he resigned so that investigations could be carried out in a transparent way. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss a CO2-eating volcanic microbe. It's been reported by The Guardian today that a microbe has been discovered in volcanic hot springs that eats up CO2 astonishingly quickly. Researchers hope that these microbes will be able to absorb CO2 in an efficient way and will be able to take CO2 out of the atmosphere. If this is the case, then this could be used as a carbon capture mechanism. We'll have to see what further research finds about it. That's all we have time for on YouTube, but if you want to see our discussion of the effectiveness of Russian oil sanctions, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. 
All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.